You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. You're listening to the Maddie and Anthony podcast, and we are here live uh, at the Laugh Factory. Uh, uh. And when I say live, I mean pre-recorded. Today we have Noreen DeWolf coming in. She's a really fabulous actress, really funny, really, really cool person that I am so excited to interview. From Anger Management. Yeah, she worked with Charlie Sheen for many and many a years. She's worked with even Maddie over here to my That's right. That's true, yeah. Charlie uh, Cheese, as I call him. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we are here. We are so happy to be at the Laugh Factory today because... It's Christmas time, and we've got a lot of cheer. We're here, and we're drinking. Uh, we're drinking eggnog, right? And we Anthony are. just spilled his eggnog and wiped it up with a sheet of paper. Yeah, that you handed to me. But <laughs> Tommy, the engineer who is on it today, saw what happened and brought some napkins in. I'm back at it, baby. Yeah. Are you ma- are you mad at me for not getting paper towels or not at all? I'm just saying he oh, was okay. on it. No, no, no. It's not always about you, buddy. But I I'm happy with you today, uh, Maddie. I have a question for you. This Shoot. is a really strange thing that's going on in this December. Uh, my hands every time I wake up are like itchy. What do you think this is? Is there- dry skin? Yeah, but I I've I've looked at things. You should drink water. And the thing with looking up things on the internet is uh everything's terrifying yeah it, like it, you might have leprosy or right I don't know, right something like that and so i i just don't get it i've been trying to drink more water i think you might need to put some aloe on your hands oh yeah i guess aloe does work because i always put aloe on my hands with uh the sun but it works for other things too huh yeah i like putting it on my toes for what just for fun well, I mean, does it help for something? Do you have some kind of toe no, I was, thing? No, I was just being a, an idiot. I was just being silly. No, okay. I, I actually usually put aloe on my hands and on my face. Yeah. And I, and I bathe in aloe. All right, Maddie. Um, I have an ailment uh, that's really, really scaring me in the morning. Itchy hands. I don't know if you've Itchy heard of it. Hands. I wake up and my hands itch. I don't want to itch I, I would say that's an ailment. I'd it is say. an ailment. Itching. Yeah, well, you know what? I, ki- I cut my finger making latkes last night. Um, can you explain to me what a latke is? A latke is uh, a thing, uh, a food that you cook on Hanukkah. And it's potatoes with egg. Well, we, my wife is vegan, so we used egg replacer. But what, it's what would the egg replace? It's like it's like a really good um, home fry, like home fries, like potatoes. So you fry it in a pan. You fry it in a pan. Uh, you put uh, baking powder, uh, salt. I put chives in mine because I thought that would be spice it up a little bit. Okay, and do they and turn out. They're delicious. They're so good. It's my favorite. I love latkes. Do you celebrate the the Jewish uh, holiday Hanukkah? Is that what I'm hearing? I do, because my wife uh, grew up uh, celebrating Hanukkah. Is she Jewish? She is not Jewish, 
but her mom and her and her uh, brothers and sisters are. Okay, so, they so celebrate. She, so she, it, it's a uh, so she has decided to uh, embrace it. Even uh, so, so they all celebrate it. So yeah, did they all. Does she also uh, get down with the Christmas? Uh. Yeah, well, not as much. I love Christmas. Okay, I love it. Was there I a love it? Was there a uh, a little bit of a issue? Did I say that I mentioned that I love Christmas? Uh you do. You, or, I mean, you did. Is was there an issue when you first started getting into the uh, one is celebrating Hanukkah, one celebrating Christmas, the Ying and the Yang? I don't know if that makes any uh, no, sense. No, not really. You guys no. just embraced. I, I them love both. it. Yeah, I love it. Do you celebrate Hanukkah? I do not. I am you ethnically <laughs> Jewish. I am ethnically Jewish. You are? I am, yes, but I don't celebrate uh, Hanukkah. I celebrate Christmas. I did not know this about you. Well, I don't know. What are you going to do? You're Jewish. This is amazing to Well, me. I'm not religious. Yes, I guess so. Well, you need to start celebrating Hanukkah, my friend. Well, I do what I have to. Well, have you ever had a latke? Yeah, I mean, I was confused when you said that a little bit, but yeah, I've had a latke. I've celebrated. Oh, Noreen's here. All right, well, uh, why don't we... Tommy, could you, you have wanna, Nor, you Nor, uh, Greg bring up Nor... Nor uh, I can't say words today. Norween. Noreen. 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 Um, so, you had latke. I baked Christmas cookies with uh, baby Zane yesterday. How would they turn out? Fantastic. It was the peanut butter Hershey kiss in the middle uh, cookies. I brought you guys some. Nobody wanted them to start, but they will have them later, hopefully. Oh, uh, my gosh. Greg is hugging Tommy now, and we told him to go get Noreen. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's it's tis the season. Everyone's hugging. They're celebrating their different beliefs and religions. I know, but and it's we really got to get Greg focused. He's, he's all over the place sometimes. A little hug doesn't hurt. That's true. I feel like I uh, would like to... Uh, so so talk to you about a few things we've done here. Now, Noreen's coming in in a moment, but before she comes in, let's address one of these. So Maddie put out a post on Instagram asking people to ask... Or, or Maddie, why don't you just go ahead with that? Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so we put a post out and asked fans uh, to... Uh, send us some questions for our podcast. So let's uh, answer a couple of them. All right. This is from Joey Vandal Her Alt 321. Joey, Joey Vander Her Alt 321. Yeah. What animal would best describe yourself as? Oh, that's easy for you. No, you go ahead. Well, you go first because, I mean, we are, you've already kind of addressed that in a lot of ways. I'd say spiritually a cat and physically a giraffe. Up, oh, she's here. Noreen she's here. Is we'll here. we'll re-answer. We'll come back. Noreen. Come How on. How are in. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Hey. It's Noreen. Keep yeah, just keep talking about Rolling. that. Rolling. You got cut off by a friend. Oh, I I didn't mean to cut you I off. I feel like we have a deep gaze going on right now. <laughs> yeah, What's did. going on? Did you blink or did I blink? <laughs> I want to know what you're thinking about. I was thinking somebody just cut you off. I felt bad about oh, this. Oh, I didn't mean to cut no. you. There was anger from you, and I want to get this up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, first thing you got to know about Anthony, he jokes around okay. a lot. You're, I joke about Oh, her. you're a joker. Yeah. What a place hey, to host your podcast. <laughs> Is Tommy even out? 
Yeah, Tommy's right there. Yeah, we did have a gaze. I am apologetic. We are I, officially I, I rolling. Creepy. Was it creepy? Were we rolling the whole time? I don't know if just I then? was. I felt it. I didn't. I, didn't, uh, I, didn't I cut when you said we're gonna oh, roll soon, and then right. I rolled again when you said roll again. All right, let's roll it again. We're rolling again. All right, so um, uh, we have an amazing guest here today. She worked with me on this film, Wheels of Fortune. Uh, she's hilarious. Uh, she's here now. Uh, Noreen DeWolf. She was in anger management. She's the best. What's up, Noreen? I'm so excited to be here with you guys on Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday at noon. It's awesome. Taco Tuesday, I guess. Taco Tuesday. Yeah, maybe we should change the name of the show to Taco Tuesday. <laughs> That's a really fun uh, deal. Noreen came in. Uh, Army uh, jacket looks really cool. Thanks. Got some... Uh, Leather pants? Is this what? I've never had a pair of leather pants. Maddie? I have not either. I, I'm going to get some now. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Tommy followed me up. Is that Tommy, right? That's Greg, Who's actually. Greg? Who's Greg? Who had the glasses? That's Greg Buckman. Greg Buckman. Greg, Greg Buckman. Buckman. He's yeah. so cool. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's the best. He was like, um, uh, followed me up the stairs, and he was like, I'm going to get a pair of leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we have had discussions of pants lately. Uh, Maddie and myself went to a Vulture event, and he wore jungle pants. Jungle I thin. saw those on Instagram. Yeah, yeah they were and a huge I hit. I like those. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're venturing out. I got them on out. eBay. Yeah. Well, okay. I what, just, what inspired that? Uh, as a kid, I always loved those uh, those pants that have like prints, like really cool prints on them. Mm-hmm. And I just started looking up different designs, and <laughs> I saw the jungle, and I love the jungle. I'm a fan of the, the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I texted. Why not wear them on my pants? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I texted Maddie, and I was like, "What are you wearing uh, to the event?" Because sometimes <laughs> we've had we've we've accidentally worn the same thing a couple times to mm-hmm. events, so we're just kind of walking around with the same exact outfit. So he said jungle pants, and I was like, "All right, what are, what are we wearing? What are we wearing?" He's like jungle pants, and I was like, "I thought I, I was like the bits over jungle pants." Um, but yeah, we're venturing but then you came out, and yeah, we all notice your pants because I think we all have since the jungle mm-hmm, pants mm-hmm. have been introduced to the to our eyes, uh-huh. we have uh, different ideas of pants we want to wear. Pant envy, yeah, pant envy, or what's it called when you start focusing on something a lot, like um. Um, like we're all pant enthusiasts now here. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to come pant in and just talk about pants for 35 hours. Listen, I love talking about clothes. Okay. I'll talk about clothes anytime. Especially pants. If I could be like your um, resident like um, fashion um, inputter. Yes. Like, that would be uh, fine. Yeah. Thank you. Like, I could just sit here and talk about people's clothes. I really appreciate that you offer you offer that to <laughs> yeah. us because I love that. I think we do like fashion. I, <laughs> think, <laughs> I think we like experimental clothing. I think we like all of these things, but we need somebody to to ha- that has an eye for it because I don't know if the rest of us I do. I think we could or arrange maybe that some kind of fashion segment. A fashion segment, and you know what? The first thing we'll talk about are the jungle pants. We'll bring them in. We'll try them on. We'll see what they look like with different kinds of tops. Yes. Okay. Right? I like the idea if we all try them on. <laughs> we all try them on. We look good. Somebody looks good in that outfit. Somebody doesn't look good in that. There's yeah. a full foot between Maddie and I, you know, like height-wise. Maddie is so tall. And yeah. yeah. So not tall. I think right. You, you're 6'4"? Six, I'm 6'4", six, six? I'm six, yeah. 6'4". So I'm 5'4". So there's a full six, foot. 6'3". Are you only 6'4"? 
No, I'm 6'6", six, six, but I oh, tell six, people six? I'm 6'4". Oh, six, okay, okay, sorry. Hmm. But don't tell anyone. <laughs> don't tell anyone. It's only Wait, being what? podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? No, no, I'm kidding. And you, and how tall are you? You said 5'4". Five, 5'4". Five, four. Five, four yeah. mm-hmm. But still, you could fit those pants. You could, and he could, and we could see what you guys look like. I feel like I could pull them off. They'd go like all the way up. The yeah. seam would be right here. <laughs> What is that called? A crop top. You can make it as a crop top, I believe. <laughs> a onesie. Oh, yeah. Onesie yeah. crop top. A or onesie. We, Noreen, we could do one pant leg where I have one pant leg and one pant leg, and you have the other pant leg and the other. It, it could be, be like, like, and then uh, oh, it would I just, just be my head. Something. My head would just be popping out. At this point, it's just turning into like a three legged race. At, you know. uh, yeah. I want to ask you a few things about your life. I've been okay. researching you, and I oh. like this idea of where you grew up stone mountain georgia yes uh i looked it up there's a there's a like an a what's it like a a place where you visit with like mm-hmm. with christmas trees and yes. stuff. yeah it's we like have... there's a plate like a disneyland type place right right yeah well i wouldn't go i wouldn't call it disneyland i'm sorry i'm sorry well, I... we are the largest um free we have the largest freestanding piece of granite Wow. Um, well, how do you do? Southerners um, call it Stone Mountain because we're confused by a lot of things, you know. Um, so I think um, that's like a, a claim to fame for that area. There's there's not much going on in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Sto- Stone Mountain has three etchings on it. It's uh, General Robert E. Lee. Um, Did he live there? No, they're just really proud of Confederate heroes. Oh boy! Yeah, and we have like the laser show. Um, that it's it's a really popular thing to do on the weekends is to go to the laser show, and Atlanta and Stone Mountain is actually like really diverse. But Stone Mountain is the home of the KKK. No. Yeah. So basically, we would all go what? to the laser show on the weekends, and they would start. You know, they'd sing that song like um, "Proud to Be an American." Where at least I know I'm free. You know. Right. Okay. So then at the end of that, everyone like chucked their Pat's blue ribbon. This is not a this is not like a cop this is real and all the ethnic people and people of color start running to their cars what what the hell confederate like hillbilly hicks crying and they have the laser that they've projected onto stone mountain of robert e lee and he actually marches away victorious in the laser show and ethnic people have to run because they're afraid that these guys are getting overstimulated these it's like ins- clansmen. It, this like, is awful. It was like a like it was like funny to us in high school, but now in retrospect, I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> like, why did you live? Well, I mean, you live. Yeah. Well, that's my parents. That's on them. Are they still there? They're still there. But Does my, this still happen there? This every weekend is a laser show in the summer. Oh my god! What the hell? It's insane, you guys. And like the people are literally crying. Like it is crazy. I can't that believe. That I, mean, I, I I think it like you said when you were young it is such a hilarious thought that uh, a laser show can right. bring people to tears in an emotional way. Yeah, like yeah. When you look realize- at that, look at that. <laughs> Generally, I'm sorry for my southern accent. I'm sure yeah. it's uh, pretty off, but uh, oh, that was it. Um, yeah, no, no, no. That was, I was just warming up. I get a warm up into it. So, did you? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> did you have to go to like school with like clans kids? Um, so for a little while, I went to a school called George Walton Academy. Sure. And um, that became too much for our family. Too too racist. And oh my too, god! Yeah, oh, it's too much. So then I went to a very like um, 
kind of prestigious private school in Georgia where, like, the guy who invented Chick-fil-A, his grandkids go there, and, and Jimmy Carter's kids went there. And um, so a lot of, like, it was more um, of a mixed mixed crowd. So you were, uh, yeah, you felt safe then? I definitely <laughs> felt safe. I mean, it was a really far drive. Like, I drove an hour to school every day, an hour back on the highway. Um, I met, Worth it. I met in three car accidents. So you, in oh my god! I know it's crazy. I, I, so many of my life decisions have like are make me be like, oh no wonder I'm an actor. Sure. <laughs> like, my parents are so crazy. Like why did they do all these things? But um, yeah, so I, I like to drive. I would drive to high school, um, this far away high school in College Park where Outcast, the rap group. Is oh from. my god! I have a, a four year old. Uh-huh. He. Found Outcast, and he loves them with all of his heart, all wow. of his soul. What's his favorite song? I love uh, Hey Y'all. I think. Uh, yes. He, he, yes. It's it's What's, fun. Is it a boy or girl? It's a boy. He's What's a boy. His name? Baby. I, it's funny. He's gonna be when he's eighteen. He's gonna be baby, but his name is Zane. Zane. Yeah, his name is not Baby uh, Zane. He calls him Baby Zane. Yeah. A lot. Zane. But yeah. I have I have visited. He's four. Yeah, I have visited. Uh, there's a place called. I believe they call it the Dungeon. Uh, uh, Outcast uh, produced a lot of albums in this like guy's home, uh, and I drove by the house and I I, I went to uh, a few uh, Outcast locations when I was in Atlanta just because I yeah. I love hip hop. Th- yeah, yeah, it was really fun, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, and thank God you you got to go to a different area. But uh, still, College Park is also a very rough and tumble area. But it just, seemed I, that way. Yeah, so I just went from like a completely like the KKK whitest whitest area, which is mm. Down Mountain, to like really like I went to a private school in the ghetto in in College Park. So I think you know it was just my high school experience just so strange and bizarre. It um, is, yeah. So weird, but yeah, but I love Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> I well, yeah. I just can't uh, fathom uh, uh, having t- you. You must have been in fear a little bit, right? Like, you, it, you did you have to I, live in fear with the no, clan? No, it's so weird. I didn't absorb it then. Like, I'm, I'm. It's all retrospect. Like, at the time, it was just like, oh yeah, this is the home of the KKK. Drive down the street. Like, it wasn't like. It's not like. They're gonna come attack you in your house, but it was a not. It was a, Hopefully they not. They do have a parade. Oh, they do. Oh have my a parade. god, it's crazy. I don't. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm the child of immigrants. My parents are first generation. My parents moved here from India, so I'm considered to be like a first generation American. Um, right. But like, so my dad always moved. We always lived. My dad's a physician, and and we always like moved places for like where he could have a better work opportunity. And there's like an astonishing number of Indian Muslims in Atlanta, Georgia. So there was a great work opportunity for my dad. And then there was also like a large community that we kind of fit into over there. So yeah. that was another part, community that I was also a part of growing up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that it's good to have a community. Mm-hmm. At least you weren't like in it alone. Like you're no. just like... It's this Indian family amongst the clan. We're just going to be uh, building a home right in between the the, the home of the right. KKK. Here we are. Nice to see you. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, my father is your doctor now. So, know. <laughs> you know. Uh, Was that hard for him? Like adjusting to, to that at all? I think, you know, it's always like when you're the person with the accent and you're, mm. you look different, you talk different, you've got different standards of being and, way, you know, that's... But it's it's really hard. Even now, today, my dad's been here since my parents have been here since the '70s, and they are in their '70s now. And 
It's interesting because they're still, I think, more Indian than they are American, but yet they've lived in the United States longer than they ever lived in India. Sure. It would be like if the three of us went up and moved to Japan, and then we would always be American. But even if when we're 80, we're always going to be American. I mean, for me, I would always be American, you know, in my heart. Right. Yeah. So I think they always feel like they are the outsiders, but the, it's just very ironic because the, the, my sisters and I, I'm the middle of of three girls and we're so American like we're people can't even believe that our parents when they meet our parents like oh my god those are your parents like we can't even like because you you wouldn't even think well they must they found their community right they found the people that they can feel comfortable to Mm -hmm. uh, yeah and so they're best friends everybody is still in that community I've been around the Indian community a lot and I say uh, is your family into karaoke Indian, like Bollywood karaoke. Yes, I have uh, been to many events (laughs) where it was like aunties and uncles and Uh everybody, and it was straight up karaoke. Like, like who's good at karaoke? Maddie. Maddie. Maddie, what's going on? Maddie, you're amazing at karaoke. Is this true? No, it's not. Maddie was like on fire when we were shooting. Like every night, him and Matt would go to. (laughs) Matt Jones was like in the movie and right it was like yeah. the three of us and maddie and matt would crush karaoke wow no, i i would say that you crushed karaoke well i did karaoke one time the first time ever i chose the most generic song that a chick from la would choose which is like a virgin I it's a great song couldn't have been more basic like when i'm on the spot they're like what song would you like i'm like i could have chosen so many cool songs like i could have chosen fleetwood mac or something cool and been like the cool chick but i was like like a virgin by madonna <laughs> it is a good I, song i chose johnny cash ring of fire well oh well and I did a really deep voice, and then a week later, I had laryngitis. From the from your, you killed it. <laughs> and you know what the funniest thing is, is that Matt and I were standing with you, Maddie, when you chose that song, and Matt goes, um, do you think you can sing that low? And Maddie goes, we'll see. <laughs> he goes, we'll see. <laughs> and we both, Matt and I looked at each other and started laughing, because that's so Maddie, like, we'll see. He's just going to go out and do it and see if it works. It was yeah. really great. Yeah, it was fun. I love karaoke. Courageous. Yeah. Courageous karaoke singer losing his voice. So you did it in in India? So... Well, no, I, I've just been, uh, yeah, I didn't do it because I didn't know the uh, native tongue when I was there. Uh, Why were you in India? I have a lot of uh, Indian ties. Uh, I work at a restaurant called Bidmash. It's an Indian gastropub. Oh, yeah, in Fairfax. There's one on Fairfax and one downtown. Uh, I'm also really close. Uh, I don't know if you uh, know Hassan Minaj. Uh, he's a comedian. He's got uh-huh. his own show on Netflix. Yeah. I'm close with his family. And actually, the restaurant owners invited me to a wedding. And Hassan invited me to wed- a wedding. One was in northern. One was in southern. So I was like, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. So I went to two different weddings and experienced two different families while I was there. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that's why I was in India. And it was very fun. That's it, awesome. It was exhilarating and scary all in like the same breath a lot of times because the roads are like really like, oh, and then I'm like, oh, my God, how beautiful. There's this. And then there's like, oh, there's that. You know, <laughs> it was it was really, really interesting. I liked it a lot. And I learned a lot. I thought India would. I think I've heard uh, and I really respect this thought that everybody you don't have to, but everyone should experience being a server at a restaurant or a bartender and go to India because then you kind of have all these like wakes of life, uh, ways of life that you're seeing rich people, poor people. And then when you're a server, you're kind of dealing with that as well. So I thought, I thought that was good advice 
And I took that advice, and I really, really believe it. You should write a book about that. No, no. I was there like a month. I write a book about going to India for a month. I don't know. It well, might be just about you about being, being a server. being a server in and India. Whoa. Yeah. That would be wild. <laughs> Whoa. That would be wild. Listen, I could, yeah. I've done both of those things in my life. Do you yeah. agree then? I totally agree. Right. I actually think that's that's very sound advice. Um, like going to India is nuts. It you is. Can't explain it to people unless you've been there. It's as my mom says, a human tsunami. <laughs> She's like, so many people left to get out, go yeah. back home. <laughs> um, but like, uh, you know, I, and I asked my parents, I'm like, don't you want to retire in India? Like, don't you want to go back there? Ugh, so dirty, so, yeah. so many people. I'm like, that's where you came from. But like. I think once you get used to like a, a different kind of life, they're like, where did they get the water? The tank of the water. <laughs> There's a person walking in the tank of the water, walking around so dirty. I'm like, oh. it, it is uh, definitely uh, an experience. At one point, uh, we were driving down the freeway. I was on a rickshaw, which is like, uh, how do you explain a rickshaw? It's a human pulled um, cart. Yeah, okay, human pulled cart on a freeway. Uh, and <laughs> they can be electric, they can be actual people running. Yeah. It can be a bike rickshaw. This one was a bike, uh, bike electric, so it yeah. could go down a freeway. Yeah, so like you can be on a, like, some people be on like a moped, and then behind them is like a carriage. That's what I was in, like it's the moped. Taxi. It's a taxi. Oh, yeah. wow. So I remember just. You know, you kind of look around and there's so many people, so much things going on. Like there's people like picnicking in the median, like in the middle of a freeway. Like, uh, you know, like when you drive by and there's grass, people are like, yeah, that was like a Sunday picnic. And it was just so interesting. But I'll never forget. There was a gentleman driving a motorcycle. He had his toddler uh, sitting in front of him. His wife sitting side saddle, and she was holding an infant, and they were driving really fast down the freeway <laughs> on a motorcycle. No, on a motorcycle. Is, this is totally normal. Yeah. And you know what? It's like that's how they have to live because that's how they have to get to work. Right. You, you, right it's yeah. a way of life. It, There's it's nothing wrong a with jungle you know. out there, man. Like we have nothing to complain about. Like really, like it's a jungle. I think like when you really see the earth. I don't know. I guess we can always still complain because it's still our life experience. So right, I don't want right. to take that away from myself. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to complain. Still. I want to fucking complain. Um, no, but like it's 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 astonishing. It is. It, it's yeah. it's great that you. I'm glad that you said that. That you've done both and you agree with that because it's not that many people that I've met, which is so crazy because there's billion a billion what three point something billion people that live in India, and I don't know. Anybody but myself and Indian people that have been to India. Oh, There's really? not no, I know a lot, but I think I'm Indian, I, so people will be like, I've been to India. Right, right, like, right. They want to tell me like, but I don't know that many. It's interesting. Really? That have actually been there, which is, uh, I think it's an important place to visit, especially yeah. if you uh, want to be uh, a person that uh, people will walk up to you and take pictures of you because they do <laughs> right, yeah. a lot. When, when was your last trip there? Um, right. So I haven't been in a long time. And I'm kind of bummed about it, but um, I haven't been since um, I haven't been in over ten years. I think I went twelve years ago. Why'd you go? Just for? Um, yeah, just as a trip. Just as a trip. Yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. cool. And then I haven't been since. And it's you know I have a I have a three year old. Um, ah. Yeah. So I have a son too, and um, it's really like since I, he's three. So since I've had him, I have not taken any big trips. 
it's just so hard. It's, it's really hard. hard. And that's a big flight for a three-year-old. Yeah. yeah, and I get so much anxiety to leave him, and I don't feel like, also with my husband's career, it's like, it's so hard for us to go anywhere, and it just feels like we have a limited time, and so we have to go places for like four days or five days, you know? Um, but I think in the next chapter of my life. Sure. When, when he gets a little older, and yeah. your husband plays professional hockey, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a hockey so player. So he's always traveling. And yeah, so he's traveling, and then, you know, so like, the, the trips that we all we take are like always during the summer around any work I would have and then it's like it becomes so it just becomes such a source of like stress in our family We're like everyone wants to go on a vacation and no sure. one has time for each other so yeah it's, you know it's tough uh well so he plays for the Ana- Anaheim Ducks yeah. he's a goaltender yeah. is, is he from uh LA or is he no, so Ryan's from Michigan. He Michigan. Grew, grew up in East Lansing, Michigan. Oh, I'm a Midwesterner. I know that that world. Oh, it's wow. big. It's big with from? hockey. I'm Wait. from Minnesota. Oh yeah, so that's the hockey's really big there too. Very, very big. Yeah, I think that those are very big states for hockey. Maybe, arguably, the biggest. Maybe Wisconsin's right, right. in there too. What's it like being an actress and him being a hockey player? Like, is that what's that like as being a married couple? You know, it's like it's intense because. As you know, as both you guys know, it's like, you know, our business, it's so uh, volatile. Like, one day you're feeling so good about yourself, and then the next day it's like, fuck, you know, like, I thought that was in the bag. Like, I thought that was yeah, yeah, yeah. my offer. Or, or you know, you're working on something, and you think something great's going to happen. Does it come out? You know, just there's just so many ups. There's just so, much, so many things you can't predict about our business, you know? Yeah, totally. Right. And, you know, with professional sports, I think there's, like, such a – there's such a deep similarity in that, like, they have – they go through so many highs and lows, too, themselves, like, on the daily. And you can't really compare, like, the auditioning circuit to games in front of 18,000 people, you know? But, like, um, you know, you have to you have to have that stick-to-itiveness and gumption to keep going. Like, no matter what happened the night before, you have to, you have to be there and you have to show up for everybody and yourself the next day. For a hockey game or for... Oh, well, I'm just saying like... Both. When, like, for, for both, example, yeah. when Ryan's playing a game, you know, you can't dwell on a goal that just went in. You have to quickly move past that and keep playing. And mm. it's like, right, you right. Know, and it's, so basically what I'm getting at is the mentality of like putting yourself out there at 100% is so similar. Um, but like it's a tough lifestyle to both be in because, you know, we go on the road to travel and do movies and shows. They're right, on the road right. traveling to do, get, to do um, games every other night. They've got eight. Hockey has 80 games a season. Mm. 80? Oh, my God. I didn't know that they played that many. I've got 800 auditions a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two to three a day. Um, no. Yeah. Um, but you know, how, you know how it is. It's like you have to – but it's cool. Like, in, I guess my point is I, we really do connect on a, on a deeper level about – every night gouging everything that you have out. Right. And then the next day just doing it again. <laughs> well, it, it's probably uh, a rarity, too, that, you, like, he's a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. You're a professional actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, that probably doesn't uh, happen that often where, like, like, within the world. So it's like you guys can share this unique, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's pretty intense. I'm always on the road or I'm always yeah. – I have to go somewhere. And yeah. you guys could at least relate to st- – things like yeah, that you know for sure it's like a lot most wives of professional athletes don't have jobs you know? yeah and that's not because they're like lazy but it's a very hard profession you know it's like it's just a very hard profession to for the wife to maintain a career so it's like I met Ryan later in life when I had already had an established career and he was very established and neither of us was willing to kind of um 
you know, to give in to the other because it's like, why would I, why, right. would, why would I give up my art, of my course. craft and everything I've worked for, um, to do what? For I, you. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, for, I'm just kidding. For, for you. <laughs> for right. you. For you. <laughs> I mean, for someone kidding. else. No, but, um, I'm why sure would, he smells <laughs> after those games. You're not going to give up I'm hockey. Or you're up, the acting yeah. life for that guy's in his smelly socks but i have you know i have like <laughs> so actually you know what it smells so bad um his hands because the gloves those gloves huh gloves oh yeah so bad you guys so you are you like oh, really wash your hands oh let, he does let. they all do they're all like scrubbing their hands like well i'm trying to get late tonight i gotta wash my hands what kind of soap do they use for that i don't know i gotta ask him that <laughs> glove like, soap glove soap <laughs> can he wear gloves within the gloves maybe they won't smell as bad uh, you know i should suggest that i should be like hey i got you these uh little winter gloves from Target. Light you gloves. Try on? <laughs> but you probably need to be. Or you could sew him some mittens. Mittens. Or have so many. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you wear mittens? I'm sure they could soak up all the sweat. And they wouldn't the be adorable for like a day. <laughs> and you yeah. could put like a, your picture on them and then you'd be like, yeah. they smell like his smelly hands. It's so funny that I would never in a million years guess out of all the hockey garments, all the hockey things that exist, helmets, you know, socks, whatever. The gloves smell the worst. That's so interesting and funny to me that they're yeah. the worst smelling thing. Or maybe it's because like his hands are very large that are around my face. Like <laughs> maybe oh. the other parts of him smell bad. Link I don't know. If you need help. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I, I do think that their hands are kind of. But maybe it's that goalie glove thing. I don't. It's just yeah. it's just the glove gets old and they get superstitious. They don't want to switch out the glove. They have it. It's broken in a certain kind of way. And then you know when they take their hand out. It has has that musty smell that's what it is but it goes away i mean um does he have any other superstitions like oh my god he's he's actually not bad with those but i will tell you something some of these guys are so crazy like i thought i was a superstitious person and you they will literally be like okay my wife can't go to the game tomorrow because she she didn't come to the last game and i won and Whoa. It'll, it'll, get, it'll get worse. And, but she was at home and she sat on the couch during the game and she wore a red sweater. So literally the girl would be texting me, okay, I am literally on my couch wearing my red sweater because he told me, I can't, not only can I not come to the game, this is a response like, are you coming to the game? I can't come to the game. I have to be at home sitting on the left cushion of the couch with my red sweater. Left like, cushion. Like it'll left get that. cushion. Because that's you, where they won. Because that's where she was. Yeah, she, yeah, when I'm they like, won. I understand self-superstitions, but imposing that on other people, but then again, I'll go nuts too, because like if he starts to have like a great game and I feel like he's going to get a shutout or something, I mean, whoever's sitting around me, I don't care if they're strangers at the rink, I'll be like, excuse me, please do not get up and get a snack right now. Wow. <laughs> like, they'll be like, oh, right, Rose, why just crazy. They'll be like, oh my God, um, are you are you his wife? I love you on that show. And I'm like, please shut the hell up and sit down. You were That's talking awesome. to me when they were uh, winning. I can't speak with you. I just know that you can't legit, leave. Legit, legit. I'm that, I'm that, I like that. I'm that serious. Like, I'm like believing the butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, What's yeah, that? What's it's a movie by, uh, starring Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I, I believe that. It's, it's a movie that Ashton Kutcher, uh, he made up a scientific theory. No, it's about like that every little thing affects every other little thing. Nice. Right? What oh, are some superstitions yeah, you have maybe for auditioning? or? Well, if I, if I wear an outfit to an audition and it goes well, I'll often repeat pieces of those clothing or that exact outfit. I do that too. Mm -hmm. Do you do the exact? Well, I'll just be like, this shirt is a good mm -hmm. shirt. 
Like, I don't know why it's what it is about the shirt, but. Will you wash the shirt? And will you yeah, wash the outfit? Of course you wash it. Oh, yes, I wash it. I just know I that it's you something. wash it away. It's something that made me look good. Like, it made me look look like hireable for some reason. So I yeah. save it. And then if I if I bomb an audition wearing something, I will probably never wear that thing again. Wow. Ever in life, I won't you'll wear it. You'll throw it. You'll bury it in the back. <laughs> I, I burn it. Yeah, you'll burn it. And then I burn sage. No, I... Um, I like that. It's funny. I, uh, no, I, I um, give it to Goodwill. Yeah. Or I'll give it to a friend. So your three-year-old's going to have a lot of superstitions, I hear. I hope not. I mean, <laughs> Does he have out? any now? Does he... Do you know if he does? Or? I think he's a little young for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm not sure if the results are. I want to apologize. I'm having asthma issues to both are, of you. Are you okay? So if you hear me coughing on the side, I'm not going to get you sick. I'm going to get you sick, Maddie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to say that because I was like, I'm having asthma. Anyways, uh, side note: uh, your three-year-old. Yeah. Is he into sports? Do you think? Does yes. he like? Does he like seeing you? Do you? Does he watch you on TV, movies? He, a lot of the things I do are so inappropriate, right. unfortunately. Um, just I didn't mean right like I'm agreeing. I'm listening. Yes. No, right. <laughs> you're right. You're like, yes, you're right. Right. You're very um, inappropriate. Do you do any cartoons that he could watch? I did watch? one, and I did a movie. I played a bird. You oh. played a bird? In an animal movie. Oh, cool. Um, Has he seen it? I haven't shown it to him. What? I know, and it's a kid's movie. You gotta you do need it. To show it okay, to him. okay, I will. I will. Um, he, he will love it. That's the only cartoon I've ever done. Oh, wow. oh, I did one other. I did one other. Wait, I did another one and it won an Emmy. It was called Over the Garden Wall. An Emmy, an and you Emmy. forgot about an Emmy award winning cartoon you did. Guys, and I don't she is a busy I, lady. I don't think I've ever seen it. Mm. Speaking uh, of awards, the first movie you acted in won an Oscar. Is this yes, true? This is what true. was that like? That, okay, so. It was called West Bank Story, um, and I so I moved out to Los Angeles in like 2003, and I was like, I'm an actress, and <laughs> I'm going to go to Hollywood. <laughs> Declarations. <laughs> and um, I remember at the time there was like people are talking about like diversity and stuff now, and there was literally like I remember my ex at the time. He said, No one looks like you on TV. Like you're never gonna get a job. Well, that's not well. That's nice. why he's an ex. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. I would say so too. I actually thought it was like a profound moment for me because I had never thought of that, you know. And that that kind of showed me about myself that one, I don't really see myself as um, like I guess I've always like over-identified with other people. Like in a way, I'm just very like, oh, that's like me. I don't think about the way that people look as much, you know. And I think. He he was like he kept telling me that, and then I thought, you know, maybe I should be a news anchor. There's a lot of people on CNN who are like, you know, not white. But um, I was like, I don't know about that. So um, I started auditioning. I sent in my pictures for things. I got headshots. And I would send in my picture for like castings that I would see in Backstage West, and um, I got a call back from casting director. There's a movie being cast. It's called West Bank Story. Um, you know, it's going to be singing and dancing Palestinian cashier who falls in love with an Israeli checkpoint guard. That was the, the description of the character. Do you think you can come in and audition? I was like, yes, absolutely. So I went to several auditions, awesome. sang, dance, met with a director. At the time, that's when I was waiting tables, actually. And um, it was funny because um, there was an old woman who owned the uh, restaurant I worked at in Santa Monica. And I can't remember the name of the restaurant, which kills me because it... 
I can I'm like it bothers me so much I don't remember what my first wait, waitressing job was in LA but um she said to me I go I'm gonna quit I'm gonna have to quit because I actually booked I booked a job I booked an acting job so oh yeah sorry sorry I went to all the auditions and I got the job and um and she goes, what do you think your name is going to be in the lights? <laughs> <laughs> you think you're going to be on a marquee somewhere? That's what she told me. And I was like, wow, I don't know. I go, I just I just moved here to be an actor, and I just got a job, so. That's See what, ya. That's <laughs> who do you think I, you are? She, it was literally like a who do you think you are? And then three years later. Jealous. Saw, oh, the night that I won the Oscar. I was literally thinking about this lady. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, my name's in the fucking lights. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a marquee, you, you son of a lady. No, you yeah. son of a lady. Well, that's um, why you don't remember the name of the restaurant, because she I was so awful. Out. She was so awful. Um, yeah, don't promote that place if it's still open. Yeah. No, you guys, I, I just want to know for me. Yeah. But yeah, so that set me up in a, in a good way. And, and after that, I was kind of on a roll. So like, Great. I, yeah. Did you go to the Oscars? I didn't go to the Oscars. Um... My friend who, well, he became my friend after, um, the director, Ari, um, he, I think he got a couple of tickets and he took, uh, t- I think he took two of the, he took the other writer and he took the producer. Why would he not take the star of the movie? I don't know. It's still a question that... Can we call him? Should we? (laughs) He's the best. He's actually the best. I don't know. I don't know. I want him taking you next time. Even if you're not in it, you got to go with this Ari. That's Ari. I'm going to... Yeah, no. He's the best. He... Maybe he would have if he had probably like 10 plus ones. I would have been like number 10. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love him so. I really do love him. Um... No, I think that's what he thought was right at the time, and and I, I get that. It wasn't like an acting Oscar; it was an Oscar for the movie. And yeah. So you know, there's as actors, we have to understand how many people come before us before a, for a mo- come technically on the timeline before us, like to make a movie happen. You know. So I was like, and I was so naive and young at the time; I never thought to ask to go. So. Right. What right. was your first thing? Yeah, it was absolutely my first. That's thing. When amazing. He said, Stand on your mark. I was like, what's the mark? <laughs> I, I seriously, I go, what's a mark? And they go, it's the place where you're going to stand when they... And I go, well, can I move off it to act? And they said, yeah, you can move around the mark, but try to stay on the mark. I said, okay, action. That's literally how green I was when I shot that. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And did you have trouble landing your mark? <laughs> I don't think I did. I usually, okay, great. I usually hit my mark, but I don't know. Recently, I've been overstepping the mark a lot, I noticed. I wonder if it's like I've gotten better at finding my light, so I'm like, screw this mark. I know where the light is. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do, can you, you become a professional, yeah. You always You're a professional. hit the mark. What were we going to ask? If Nothing. I, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have an issue. I, marks are kind of hard to... Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to know where to... I mean, I always land, but it's like... You can't look down while you're mm-hmm. acting. Like you can't be like you can't like saying your, your lines to the ground. Yeah, I know. I try to do like a sideways peripheral, just quick see, like quick quick look, and then I kind of yeah, you know. Or you just gauge like you know a piece of furniture or something's uh, like a a nick in the ground or we I don't sh- know. Remember when we were shooting Wheels a Fortune? So this movie that we just shot this summer, and we're hoping it comes out soon. It's so funny and. Our mar- we were literally shooting everything on dusty, dusty, yeah, yeah, dusty, yeah. dusty ground. Our marks would be like sticks or, or like, like a, a leaf pebble. or something. They'd be like, this pebble is your mark. And you're like, which pebble? <laughs> this pebble. Which one? There's like hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite funny. It was um, funny. So uh, what, 
what what happened after that movie come out? Did your career change or was it a so, tipping point for you? Or While I was shooting West Bank Story, um, I was auditioning for other things and I auditioned for a movie called National Lampoon's Pledge This and it was starring at the time a very up and coming uh, celebutante named Paris Hilton. Very nice. Now this was 2004. I'm familiar. Yeah, familiar, right. So like this was before she was kind of like Paris Hilton as we know her now, Midnight in Paris. Like it was... Like, she was legitimately had a shot at becoming, like, a big movie star. And I'm telling you guys, this was such a funny... I, so I auditioned for that, and I got cast in that. So immediately when I finished West Bank Story, I flew to Miami. For three months, I lived in the um, the hotel called um, the Shore Club. Wow. Um, for three months in a penthouse. Wow. Whoa. You guys, it was such a baller experience. So you were killing it Kill- with life. But if, I had, but if I had these experiences now, I don't even know... I would be like, I'm the lucky, like the fact that they happened to me so long ago before Instagram, before all these things, like it's just so, I don't know, it's kind of, it's fun, you know, but it's You also, would have Instagrammed the heck out of I would have freaking gr- lived for the gram back then, but I, now it's all like pictures of my son, but um, but yeah, like, so I went there and I did that and I was like on a roll, man, and then like I was shooting that, I came back for an audition, I auditioned a bunch of times to being a pilot and I was like what's a pilot right literally this is like how it was like I moved from Stone Mountain Georgia and I just hit the ground running because I was like I but I just knew you know in my heart like you know you're like there's some, yeah there's something I need to do there's something I'm good at I just got to get and there. you were learning as you were doing yeah I was I learning mean, as I was doing but also I, I was a trained actor like I'd also done a ton of theater. yeah 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 like, I, I you know I, I studied Boston at, University right yeah, I went to but you're University. learning like stuff about film for is what sure I mean. yeah, yeah like yeah. I just actually never actually done it but yeah I, in my head no but like um um so yeah oh yeah so I came back and I did my first pilot season and I booked a pilot it was written by then unknown Indian girl named Mindy Kaling. Wow. Produced by Steve Martin, and I played Mindy. <laughs> Perfect. Whoa. She wrote it for herself. I played her. Um, but that was back before, like, you know, it was back in the day. It was like WB Network. Um, you know, they had certain types of things that they wanted. And so it was about her and her best friend, and um, it was very, very funny. And she's always been a great, talented writer. And um, it didn't get picked up to series. Uh, but... Um, that was cool. That was like my first big pilot. And I think of all the things that actually doing that show and really doing a great job in that half hour show, that really helped my career a lot because, um, you know, a lot of people watch that show and because of Steve Martin and it was Carsey Werner and there was all these big people attached. And I really was got to do what I was really good at in that show. And so that that to me was one of the bigger things that happened to me at the beginning of my career. Since then, people have forgotten about it. And did you well, get to know Steve? Yeah, what is Martin Steve like? You know, everybody was really quiet. Like, I remember just thinking everyone was, like, really quiet. I myself was quiet on the set because I had a lot at stake, and I also was very new. Um, I think if I did a, something like that now, like, I'd probably end up becoming his best friend. Like, his, like right. just being homies with him because, like, once you're in the business, you realize it's okay to hang out and talk and be friends. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you're brand new and you're, like, uh, what are they, 23 years old, like, a you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. You you want to read this situation. You don't want to just jump in really right. cocky. You you want to yeah. There was also respect a, whatever you know. There was a strange vibe too because um, I think Mindy really wanted to play the show. You know, she mm. wanted, and so there was a lot of unhappiness on on that end. I think was she, was she nice to you or did, or um, maybe you don't want to talk about that? It was just it was 
It was I was the actor playing the role that she wrote for herself, so you can imagine how that went down. The, now, the, yeah, I feel that. Uh, we're friends now. I mean, we we follow each other on social media. We're friendly for sure, and I would love to work with her again. You know, she I think she's very funny. She writes great stuff. Right. Uh, I'm not gonna. You know, I, I just don't know if at that time. Also, she was new. You know, so that's what right. I right. Was, I would have felt that too, though. You, I mean. She wrote it for herself, and it's like, well, here's the person playing me, right. and you, you see, and you probably sense that. That's probably another reason you were a little quiet. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. I was definitely like, okay, I'm lucky to be here. I've never done this before. Let me, um, let me just t- try to do a great job and and just you know do what I need to do to be funny and, and get my job done. And 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 I feel like I did that. And great. And you you learned a lot from it. You said that was one of your better experiences. Yeah, right. well, it was like, I don't know if it was one of my better work experiences, okay. but it was one of my better, for sure, like, um, it came out really good, and so it helped me, the ripple effect of it. Oh, I see, I see. Um, no, I've had a lot more fun on other jobs, but... <laughs> right, right. That's awesome. So, um, and then after your pilot, when did anger management come about? When did that... Uh... So, that was, like, years and years later, like, um, what we're talking about is all like 2004. Oh, uh, okay. Actually, I booked anger management in 2011. I worked a lot in between then. I've been in. A, I did a lot of movies and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it says you were in uh, girlfriend, Ghost of Girlfriends Past, mm-hmm. Ocean's Thirteen. Mm-hmm. You've been a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I was in um, the Backup Plan with Jennifer Lopez and a movie, football movie called Spoof Movie. That's one of my still favorite movies, and people still come up to me and talk to me about this movie, The Comebacks. The comebacks. Oh, the comebacks. One of the best. It's the funniest sports movie. And it's actually funny because Ryan, my husband, his teammates geek out that I was in the comebacks. That's awesome. They love that I was in the comebacks. It's like who directed that? Um, that was directed by Tom Brady, not the football player, but the hilarious, um, comedic writer and director. His name is Tom Brady. Um, and it was uh, it's a lot of really. Who who else is in that? David Koechner is our coach. Oh wow, he's so funny. Keck is so funny. He's like one of the funniest guys. He's one of the funniest guys. He's yeah, he's nonstop really funny. Cowboy yeah. from uh, Anchorman and all that. Yeah, he's just he's a genius. Great. He's yeah. a genius. He's a total genius. Who um, else was in it? Uh, Matt Lawrence was like the lead of it. Um, oh, cool. That's great, though. That's awesome. Oh, I mean, sorry. I'm drawing blanks because that's it's been okay. so long. And I haven't talked about the movie in a long time, but um, it's a funny movie. Um, yeah, so anger management came about in 2011. I, um, I actually got a. T- I was like working out, and I got a text from a friend of mine in my friend circle, and she's like, "Noreen, I just got." She's a writer, and she was like, "I just got booked as a writer on this show. There's a role that you would be so good at, and it's like this crazy angry bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and she thought of you. Uh, yeah, legit. I was like, "Why are you thinking about me?" Um, She's she's like a crazy angry bitch. She's like an LA girl. She's like she's like, I just think you could do like such a funny take. And I was like, um, oh that's cool, thank you. Um, so I I emailed my manager and she was like, oh yeah yeah, we it's on our radar. You know when it comes about, we'll let you know. And so I went and I, um, I went and read and I got the role. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and hilarious and fun and great experiences and. Um, it was awesome. You know Charlie Sheen is like the king of sitcoms. It feels like he's like. Why is he the king of Sitka? Just because he's been doing it for so long? Okay. If you ask anyone in America who one of their f- favorite sitcom stars are, anybody over the age of, like, 35, they're probably going to say Charlie Sheen. And this is – I know this because people will tell me this all day and night because mm. they associate me with him. And so it's like 
everyone's parents are like, I love Charlie Sheen. They love him. For, uh, they, they oh, two wow. and a half men. Two and a half men. That show, people love that show. I remember in that show and its popularity. I remember dads in Minnesota when I would go visit more bowling shirts. Mm-hmm. They would they wanted to dress like Charlie Sheen in that movie. He wore the bowling shirts. I think oh, that's called wow. a bowling He's shirt, right? Iconic, you guys. Like honestly, all the personal weird stuff aside that you could say about him, he's legitimately such a good talk about hitting your mark. I've you've never seen anyone better at delivering sitcom lines, hitting their mark, repeating ideas. I mean like next level memory. Next level mm. comedic timing. Next level, like everything, everything is so sharp, so good. He's so sharp. He's. How does know. does he prepare a lot, or what does he does he, he just do it lines. on the cuff? Or he, no, no, he runs his lines. He's very like he he definitely knows his lines. When he know when he wants to work, he's got it all. When he doesn't want to work, it's probably good second luck. nature. <laughs> <laughs> he probably grew up. You know, it's probably like. Uh, just, just as simple as like getting out of bed. I mean, the guy's been doing it for a very long time too. Very right? long time. Uh, how are you with memory and and all this stuff? You're good at the mark. Good, I'm good at the mark. Uh, I'm pretty good at memorizing. I mean, it's like it's funny because Maddie and I were talking about this when we were shooting. But it's like when the lines are when lines are funny, you remember them after one read. Oh yeah. Hmm. Right, like it's it's when hands it's like, down, yeah. Right, when the yeah. jokes are hard and convoluted, you're almost like it almost makes you wonder: Is this good material? I can't remember it. Right. Yeah. Or if you don't you don't speak, and I would never say that sentence ever. You know. Right. Like if it's there may be well, something. that's what I mean about the writing. Yeah. It's like usually if it's good writing, I'll remember it really easy. Like I'll I'll remember it. I'll remember it after like two reads. But if it's hard, yeah. I'm like, what? The? But then you know when I'm if I'm actually gonna go shoot the material, I'll prepare on it on a different in a different level like not just for an audition I'll, I'll go to the next place to prepare it yeah you know where i innately know every single part of it but um there is something fun about being so loosey-goosey with it too like and just having it kind of floating out there and you just kind of know it and that i feel like that's, that's fun too yeah i feel like there's two different ways to go about it what was your first acting role ever not on tv or no, just like uh, as a child did you do any like yeah I think I okay. I was six years old, and I did. Um, I, I was chosen by um, my music teacher to be the one who was like, "Good night." At the end of the school performance, I got to go up. I, I was younger than six. I think I was maybe five, and I go. I still remember. I had to remember the line. It was "Good night to the birds and the fish in the sea. Good night to you. Good night to me." Adorable. <laughs> I remember that. And you sang that. that? Good. Yeah. Good night to the bird. I I'm t- I I am not. <laughs> Did it, sound like girl do, did it sound like Anthony? Did it sound like me sounds doing that? That sounds like the that? intro to True Detective, season yes. four. Yes, when yes. You sang it, when you sang it. Yes. When you sang it, it sounded like a nice lullaby <laughs> sang by a child. Amazing. What shows do you want to be in that are out now? I want to be in everything. Yeah. Cool, cool. I want to be in cool, everything. Cool. I want to be in Ozark. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> you what? want to be in one? Ozark? Ozark. Oh, yeah, me too. I want to be in Ozark so bad. I feel like I you could really Jason fit Bateman, in that world. Yeah. I met him. Uh, we went to a Netflix party, and I went up and talked to Jason Bateman. He's a, he's good. Well, he was eating at the time, so I don't know if he was really interested. Spaghetti in at a party? No, he wasn't eating <laughs> spaghetti. I don't know. It'd be a weird thing spaghetti. to eat at a party. People. I want to be in every comedy I see. That's your favorite, the comedy I, stuff. Well, it's just like I know. I just love it. You know, I just love being. In, I just love being. 
I love laughing and having a good time. Yeah, it's so great. I love working too. I love working, but I love be- I love being. Fr- I love working, but I I've got as I've gotten older, I like like to only work in things I want to work in. Sure. I've kind of become one of those people. Well, like, you have a three year old too that you want to probably spend every waking second. I with. do. Exactly. I do. Yeah. I do. And so I'm like, I'm recently the last year I've been bad. I've been like, I'm not doing that. Sorry, I can't do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not. It's like, don't you want to work? Yeah, I do, but. Not that. Oh, yeah. Do your managers <laughs> get, get you on that? Well, I was like, don't you want to work? And I get it. I do. Yeah. But not that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I want to work, but my, I just don't want to do that. I want to do things I know I could be great in. Yeah. And there's a lot that I, like, there's actually a lot that I'm like, I think I could be good in that, great in that. Right. And I also know the extent of, I know what I, what I where I'm going to shine, and, and I know where I'm just like, they, they feel like, oh, we would just be so lucky to have her. And I'm like, that's not the way that I want to do a job. Yeah. I want to do a job if I feel like I can really contribute and raise it up and do something awesome, you know. Yeah. My my managers will send send me out on like a serial killer role and I'm like <laughs> I've been doing kids shows for the last 2 years. <laughs> Why would I destroy these kids' lives and like do a serial killer part, you know, like I just oh my God, that's I would so never nice do of it. you. I never even thought of that. But yeah, wow. I guess I've never done a kids show. Well, like, like a show that kids are able to watch, I guess. I've never been. I don't know like you know, Jim Carrey, did he ever do like cable know, guy heroes? Yeah, cable guy, but he's not. He also was like, in that one movie that. Eternal Sunshine's yeah, a little dark. That's real dark. Yeah, but he's not. 24? That, that's one of my favorite movies. Isn't 24? He's in 24. That's really scary, too. He's in 24? No, there's a movie with a number in it. It's not 24. It's, there's a movie, a scary movie he was oh, in. Do you remember he's that? He's in some dark things. He's, he's been done in some, some real really dark, dark things. But, um,. What Jim Carrey? Oh yeah, yeah, the number, the number eight or something. He's some. done a lot of cuckoo birds. Yeah. Well, things. no, not like killers though. What what movie has he been where he's been a killer? None. I mean, I don't know. You know, Cables? that's like, so I just, interesting. That I won't... thought about that. I have. N- I played a killer. You What'd you play? Okay. Uh-huh. I killed someone on CSI New York. I oh. think that's cool though. I hit her in the head with a rock. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> but uh, we'll say this though. Look at the career career of Ice Cube. He's well, a daddy. Well, why would you bring <laughs> daddy up? daycare, all these things. I think he's daddy daycare, right? Or no, it, that's oh. Eddie Murphy. Oh no, what is he in? He's in the kid stuff. He's, he's in, in kid N- stuff. He's in NCIS, yeah. right? Or, no, that's Ice T. Oh fuck. Okay. But Ice Cube is in like fun loving things. The man was in NWA and, and he was a wild man. So you can do what you want, right? Snoop Dogg. No, I'm not going to do like I I just won't do it. I'm not going to well, do, do it. Do what you, you want. Do what you what? want. Do what you want. Yeah, nobody. I don't want to. I, I don't know. And especially like violence against women. Like I'll get roles like that. And I'm like, why would I do this? This is awful. Like I would yeah, never. You don't, you don't have to do what you don't want to. Yeah. So take it to stand, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. What other comedies are really funny right now, you guys, that I should say I want to be in? Because there's so many. Oh, there's plenty. Uh, you should do. I think <laughs> I really want you to do. I blanked. Kid things that your son can watch in a year or two. Oh, oh like that's a good idea. Though? Like cartoons. <laughs> like what though? <laughs> Christmas movies. Like, he likes Batman. Oh, yeah. Christmas Batman. Movies. You could be like Batgirl. Okay, maybe I could do like a CW, like a super. Yeah, or DC show. Yeah, that would. That would be, cool. be awesome. Oh, I feel like that'd be good for me too. I could see you with action hero. Yeah. Or what about Wrecked? That's a great comedy. Mm-hmm. You should be on that show. I love that show, but is it still on? It is. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, that I would love be awesome. that show. 
that would be great for me. They shoot it really in, in Fiji too, right? In Fiji. Wow. What a show to be on. What else? Um, <laughs> Fiji. What, what else? What else? Oh, you know which one I always wanted to be on because I'm from the South. I always want to. Oh, I want to be on Insatiable. Insatiable. Uh, you know, because everyone, everyone on that show is from the South. It's like a Southern beauty drama show, and I feel like I've I like this Southern coming out oh, right listen, now. Oh, yes. Oh, my God, the whole movie. Our, our whole gorgeous. movie, we did a Southern. But I just felt we so good. We both did a little Southern accent. We both did. It was fun. They're looking at me, both of them, with the are you gonna do it? I didn't mind it. <laughs> like, I, Are you waiting for me to yeah. do it? I, yeah. I don't, let's, uh, all right, now. Oh, okay. All right, now we, we can do it for you a You grew up in Minnesota. You should have something. No, they don't let's, talk like Southern. No, we say don't you know and don't, and all cha- that. don't you know. Yeah, I'm all right with Southern. Okay. Let's hear your Minnesotan accent. I, I can't. I can only do Southern, right? You know? That's good. That's good. No, is this all right? I'll do all right. Oh, I like That's it. That's really good. That's I feel good. okay with it. Yeah. I feel okay with it. I don't want to. I don't want I, as a Southern accent uh, in aficionado right now. <laughs> I don't want to say things that are stereotypical to Southern, like y'all or hoedown. That's how we talk. That's you how say you y'all talk. hoedown. You Wait, don't. Say I don't say hoedown. I say hoedown. I mean something else. What are your sisters like? Are they in the South or what do they do? Um, no, my older sister is a law professor at Northeastern. She's like um, an HIV AIDS activist. And oh, that's awesome. I know, she's a genius. And my younger sister is in San Francisco. She's a, um, a lawyer as well. And she works for an independent like venture capitalist company. Lawyers. That's awesome. Well, you're set. I'm like, set. Yeah, yeah with lawyers. Can, anything yeah, happens, yeah. Two of them. you're set. Yeah, but they're always like... I mean, Mike. It's it's so hard to be like the 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 black sheep in the middle because I'm like, what'd you do? They like, oh, I wrote another chapter in my book, and you know, it looks like it's gonna be printed by Columbia and blah blah blah. What'd you do? I'm like, well, <laughs> I um I just went and had a producer session for this sexy ghost. <laughs> um, I, think I think it went really well. Um, the only thing is like, I just don't know if I'm gonna be like too hot for the role. <laughs> 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 I, just I always think that for myself, too hot for the role. Or you just went to an audition, and just made a bunch of fart sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen? No, but I mean things like that. Well, yeah. probably. Just, I mean, I, I, he's just. I think he's talking about so like you just feel ridiculous. Like whatever yeah. I'm yeah. doing. You, at the end of the day, you're like. Wow, what did we do? We rode around in an in an RV all day and made dumb jokes about penises. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> but what sounds more fun? I'm gonna say what you guys are doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That has, sounds more fun. And you know what? Probably we we have a positive impact. I feel like with comedy. That's oh yeah, I'm that's we bring to, people joy. People enjoy. I mean, I'm trying to bring joy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you bring me joy. Thank you. You brought for, us joy. Yeah, I yeah. feel good. We we started off with pant. You you said you were gonna help us with clothing. You know you you shared with us you uh told uh, no i'm just i'm just gonna keep going <laughs> just on keep like, I'm, things. I'm caught in your gaze again i'm like uh-huh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this guy's all right <laughs> i i feel like it's the mustache i think i i started this because i knew you were coming in i knew you're from the south mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh do you uh get back to to the hometown or do you stay away from the clansman cl- capital of <laughs> the world <laughs> Uh, I haven't been back in a while. It's hard. Maddie, yeah, it's, where are you from, Maddie? I forgot. I'm from New Hampshire. Do you it's, go back? 
Uh, every year I like to go back, but yeah, it is hard Where? traveling during the holidays. What it is. You? Do you go back? Yeah. I, I go back well, never. I actually never go back. I was thinking I was going to say I go back, but I don't really like going back to Minnesota too often it, it, because of the cold. <laughs> it's so cold. It's so cold. I like to go in the summertime and then I'm usually busy, uh, but... I should try more often. To, like I like the state fair. Minnesota state fair is really fun. So maybe I should try to do that once a year or something like that. That's yeah, cool. that'd be great. Yeah, you yeah, it's exciting. That. I bet Zane would like Zane, right? Yes, like Zane that. likes a fair. Yeah. Kids like a Hell fair. Yeah, they do. What's your little guy into? Uh-huh. Peppa Pig or anything uh, like? No, he's into hockey, man. He loves it. He sleeps with a stick. Oh, that's adorable. He loves what? daddy. That's so cute. It's insane, you guys. He loves daddy. All day. I mean, well, I'll take him somewhere and he'll beg the people if he if to play hockey with them. They're like, in five minutes, I've got an actress on her knees playing floor hockey with my son. Oh, I love it. That's great. It's hilarious. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you love hockey or do you love hockey? Or you I guess like, I do. You're into yeah. it now. You know what? I do love to watch hockey. I love, when it, I love to watch Ryan play for sure. Um, it's probably a little nerve-wracking, too. Oh, God. It's so nerve-wracking. It is so hard to be the goalie's wife, too. I can't imagine being a goalie's wife. Can you imagine? Do you get, like, you weird stares? Oh, I guess you're right. I never thought like, about like that. Upset? Oh, about no. God, no. Yeah. What do you mean? That it's it's uh, just like, you know, if you're with your spouse, right? Imagine. And if they make a mistake, that um, yeah. a buzzer goes off above their head. Like, eh, And then, like, everyone's like... What the fuck? You know, like. Um, oh, that's nerve wracking. Just imagine being you're through. I know you're married and you have like a happy yeah. relationship. It's like imagine being with your wife and then it's like she makes one tiny acupuncture mistake and a buzzer goes off above her head. Or, I have anxiety saying? thinking about that. Right? It's yeah. like, and, and as a partner, you really feel like you're just like, oh God, no, 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 no. I feel that as a non part. If I go to a hockey game, yeah. which I do every once in a while, Zane loves hockey. Mm-hmm. We uh, will go to a game, and the minute the puck goes by the goalie, I freak out. I, I have like, oh god, this this poor guy, <laughs> this thing's so small. Wow, you have a lot it? of anxiety. I think everyone kind of <laughs> feels everyone that. Like, it's like it's like a high it's stress a, sport. And then I can't even imagine intensifying it as. I love that person. Yes. I've got to, I, I live with that person. I mean, that is really intense yeah. feeling, I bet. And, you know, at the beginning when I first met him, he was like really high pressure, high stress. It was like a lot of big, a lot of pressure on him. You know, he sure. was like starting going in the face of the franchise. Even in Vancouver when we, when we had Bodie, like he was like, his billboard was outside the whole arena. Like it was just huge Oh, my picture. God. And it's just like that paramount pressure when you're going to the ring, they're taping, everybody knows. Like, it's just, a, sports is so different. It's live. It's in the moment. At least with what we do, there's that sense of, I mean, I know there's a studio audience, and actually that is so my jam. I love You like a studio audience I love audience a studio better. audience. It just hypes me up. But um, even in that, it's a still, it's a small studio audience. You can make mistakes and go back. You're, you can't really make a lot, honestly, but like you can... You can't. You can stumble and pick up. You can't stumble in sports. You know, you stumble. You, you're somebody gets scores a goal on you. Somebody scores a goal, <laughs> or you stumble, and you know those are. If you're not the goalie, those are your minutes for the night. You're not playing again. You know, Ooh. so it's like that pressure as their family. You feel it. But now I've I've noticed that Ryan's gotten a lot more relaxed, and I think it's actually been for his positive for him. Yeah, That's great. I mean, be more relaxed is way better than yeah. not be relaxed. Yeah, yeah. I, well, not, I mean, I guess it's just like hitting that. You know. There's nothing like aging, right? Like you get to a certain age and you're like, yeah, it sucks. 
or but I was still like he because he can be great more confident well they he can and it takes a lot to learn that that you can be great but when you're involved in a team thing like we could have great performances in our movie but it may not who knows how it'll do because it's not our movie to put out you know what I'm saying right right yeah it's like it's a team thing and I guess you just learn that later that you can you can do everything and it can still not go your way and you just have to roll with it right right like yeah exactly what do you do how do you roll with it like when you need to relax what do you do for I mean you. Your life sounds pretty intense, and, and uh, so you have to find like relaxing. I mean, yeah, what are I, your... I'm raising a four year old. That's stressful. Mm-hmm. I know a three year old's stressful. Now you're an actress. You're going out to San Francisco or whatever you're filming. Your husband's playing Hello, hockey. Mom. Oh, I, yeah. Your what do you, friend, your what new do you friend, do to relax, co- sorry, I just, did you yeah, your coffee? Oh, you're yeah, right. I did. That was a sad, sorry about that. Yeah, so. How do you relax and just kind of calm down or you just kind of keep flowing with it? Or, no, you know? sometimes I do. You know, I'm laying in bed and it's like, it's going. My mind's going. Sure. You know, so I work out a lot. Good. Yeah, and that's good. That's important, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, it's it's not a vanity thing. Sometimes I, I hate working out, actually. Like, I have to force myself. But then on those days, I feel so much better about myself. It's weird. It's, it's like I internalize everything. It's like a lot of stress on the outside, but I'm feeling either... I'm feeling a certain kind of way about myself, either good or bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that right. weird? Like how we yeah, do yeah. Or I, I do that, and it's like... So I do that, and also... <laughs> this is so crazy, you guys. I just, like, lay down all the time. Like That's great, it's, though. Like, I feel, like, intense... Like, in, a lot of, like, intensity, or I know I have to be so up. Like, I have to be so up in, like, three hours. Like, up meaning, like, you know, performing, next sure. level, no breaks. Oh, I get it. Yeah, you get drained. You get, you get drained. drained. And people are like what are you doing tonight? I'm like, I'm literally, my goal is to sit with my son and play everything I can with him on the floor and just chill because I, you got to, you need it. It's so hard. Like, because sure. then you need to memorize like 10 pages. Yeah. You have and, to be ready to memorize and any yeah. moment. That's the, that's, I think that that's the, where the parenting thing, I think that I notice that a lot of actors are not parents. Like, I don't really think our business is like, goes with being a parent. It's really hard. Yeah. What What do you feel? Is there things to be done or is there like just, services out there that help? It's hard for me because I feel like in a lot of ways I'm like a single mom because Ryan's not around. Right. And so I've had to say no to all the jobs that are out of L.A. The one that I did with Maddie was actually out of town, but it was in the summer. So Ryan stayed with Bodie. But I don't feel comfortable to leave my little guy with... Um, <laughs> A nanny when, for a month at uh, yeah for right. months on end and then also bringing them to location. What the heck are they going to do there? Right, it's so right. So boring yeah. for them. They should be at their school. You know, right, like right, he's right. old enough to be in school. So it's like that dilemma. And then you're like, well, they're calling you at six thirty for the next day audition. The auditions at four. The nanny. You already told the nanny he could come at five. Like it's just like it's always like that in between. But you know what? Everyone's telling me it's a short period of time. That I'm about to be out of the hard part. Oh, okay. Sure. That's good. And so that's what I'm hoping because I'd love to go back and be on a show again, you know, and, and be able to work more. Right now, it's really sporadic. Well, like you said, too, I mean, your husband's on the road. Yeah. You know? I, well, that's the yeah. thing. And honestly, like, I just love my kids so much. And I just want to be – I don't know if I'm going to have any more kids. I just love my one kid so much. Yeah. And I'm like – and not, not because of any reason. Because I literally – I just don't. I just don't know if I need to. I feel you pretty, love this guy. Yeah, I, I feel pretty content. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. okay with having a kid. Like, I'm like I don't need like ten kids. Like people are like have another. I'm like, 
but why? <laughs> right, right. Like, like, but he'll have a friend. I'm like, he has friends at school. Like, he has me. Yeah, I'm his friend. He doesn't need any other I'm friends. Like, I'm his best friend. Uh, what yeah. have you learned from having a kid? What What are some things that you like learned about yourself after having him? I beat myself up, man. I I feel like I'm so impatient. That's something you I'm catch like, yourself doing that, yeah. and then kind of relax. No, I want to be more patient. Yeah. But I do, one of the good things I appreciate about myself is I have a really good sense of humor. Like, my son was like, yesterday he goes, okay, so he started this new thing last week where he goes, I don't like you anymore. Oh, my no, gosh. No, no. I hate that. He goes, I want to I wanna go back to God where I what? came from. No! I want to get off this planet. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to get off this planet, and I want to go back to God. And I'm like, Bodie. And I, like, literally have to turn my head because I start laughing and I go, Bodie. When you say that, if you want to go back to God, I'm never going to see you again. It's going to make me cry. And so then he like tr- you kind of see their faces processing, and it cracks you up. And you kind of like I I I this my husband's like stop. You you're always laughing. It's like it looks like you're not being serious. So then yesterday he goes, I want to go again. He does the same things every day, right? He's like, I don't like you. I want to go back. He goes, and then he goes, I want you to go back to God. Oh my God. I want you to go back to God. She goes, I don't like Noreen's. I don't like mom's. And I want you off this planet. Whoa. What a kid. <laughs> That's oh hilarious. God. I was like, you're a monster. <laughs> uh, Maddie came to uh, Zane's preschool with me one day. Uh-huh. A little girl walked up to him and said, are you a boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was funny what'd you say i was like yeah yeah i'm a boy <laughs> it really made me laugh oh, uh, zane so does funny. that it was funny zane says to me all the time you're not my best friend oh no you're not my best friend oh, no. i don't want to be your friend anymore it's the same thing and i'm just like what i've learned mm. and he doesn't know how to grasp with this he i'm always like that's so nice of you and he's what he's like you're not my best friend. I'm like, thank you. And he's like, no, you're not my best <laughs> yeah, friend. I'm like, you oh, you're it. so sweet. And he's like, wait, what am I saying to him? <laughs> am I saying that he's my best friend? I, I see him grasp for, for straws a little bit. And then I'm like, thank you so much. And then he sits down. He's like, I love you, daddy. You know, Aww. like he doesn't, he doesn't, like he, it switches on him because he doesn't really know what That's he's saying. That's a good tactic. Well, it's funny because. What do you do? uh, What do you respond? Well, well, that's the thing I was saying. I was I'm grappling with because it's like my instant first response is I want to get mad because I want in my head I'm like this is the kind of parenting should not tolerate this because then he'll be disrespectful of others and he'll be sure. And so I want to be like immediately like that's what I'm saying. I'm like I get short temper. Like I want to be like stop, you know, like and I'll be like stop, and then he'll keep going. But where he goes is so funny to me. That's when I realize. What, do you, what am I doing telling him to stop? Let him just roll with it. It's freaking hilarious. Like, <laughs> right. I just like let him run his mouth. And people are like, you could let your kid talk to you like that? I'm like, it's pretty fucking funny. Like, <laughs> well, Right. And they're so young. And I, I think it's all reaction. Like, they're crazy. They're literally narcissistic psychopaths. Oh, they are. They My are. son will be like. <laughs> is this true? Of this course. Is, it, Maddie, they are. Toddlers are. They say like casebook psychopaths. Like my son will be like, "Get out of my room!" Sure. And he'll slam the door, and then he'll go, "Mom, 
Like a second later. Um, I need some ice cold water, please. <laughs> I need some ice cold water, please. Ice with ice. I'm like, Say, oh my you just God. slammed the door in my face and told me to get out of your room. And then a second later, like you like, open the door. And I, or I, I, can I? Um, is it time for chocolate milk? I'm like, they don't even think. What? <laughs> chocolate milk? And Ryan will be like, no, you don't deserve the chocolate milk because of how you just talked to your mom. And he'll be like, oh, but I said I'm sorry. I'm like, no, you oh. didn't. And he's like, oh, sorry. That is one thing these kids, they say sorry, they just know the word half the time. They don't mean it. Am I right? He didn't care. But I'm reading a book right now, and I'm telling you, it is changing my interaction with my son. It's so crazy. It's called uh, the one, two, three method. It's yeah. insane. It's is cold. it for three and under or for an? No, uh, you all, can one hundred percent use this. One, book. two, three. I'll text you the name of please it do, when please we finish. Please do. I love books like this. Or I, as soon as I'm done reading it, I can drop it off here for you next week or something. Great. It's so amazing. It's it's like you use the one, two, three method to end a behavior, not to start a behavior. Like you start a behavior with encouragement and positivity. You end it by like if like last night. It's like he didn't want to take a bath. He was just wanting to play hockey, hockey, hockey. So I'm like, loves this hockey. Oh, it's. it's it's insane. So um, we're, Ryan and I are like just looking at each other, and it was like Ryan's first day home after a long road trip, and he'd played ho- floor hockey with Bodie for like two hours at what this point. What a dad. That's he, cute. He's a great dad when he's around. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> Son of a. Um, no, no, he's awesome. So he was like on the floor playing hockey. Oh, I'm the, by the way, I, I totally will make him eat crow too because he was like on this big road trip. He won this amazing game. He just tied this big record. He got he gets home probably at 2 a.m. He drove to our L.A. house, not where they landed in Orange County because that's where we live sometimes during the season. Um, literally, Bodie wakes up at 6 a.m. and I, I just tap him on the shoulder. I go, Ryan, it's your turn. Yes. Give him breakfast and take him to school because oh. you know what, buddy? I've been doing it for yes. uh, two weeks while you were gone. We have... <laughs> A lot in common, Missy, <laughs> because I have a wife that's been living in New York most of the time. What? For the last few like months, uh, she has a job there. She's okay. got to be there. Okay. And so I'm single dad. I'm yeah. taking him to preschool. Yeah. I'm getting his lunch and doing this and that. And then when she comes, <laughs> comes to town, I'm like... She opens the door. I'm like, nice to see you. I go in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm catching up with Netflix. I I check yeah. out. You're like, I can't wait in. to binge the first season of Game of Thrones again. Right, right, right. And, and yeah. also, there's a there's a thing where it's like, I think she she's like, there is not an option. She knows that I'm like, I'm not making this kid lunch today. I've made this kid lunch for the last two mm-hmm. weeks. You make a lot. I don't even have to say it. I think mm-hmm. she understands. Oh, yeah. Because we have to relax when they're back, right? Oh, my God. If you yeah. don't take that. And, and I have help. I have a I have a, a nanny, too. But the thing is, is that you, when it's your child, your brain, unless it's your spouse. I mean, this is people are probably going to come under fire for saying this. But unless it's like your spouse or your mother or your father, there isn't that checkout that you can do. When right. your kids with your family, your immediate family or yourself, you you feel complete total trust, right? Like, right. But what I'm saying is like, even when they're with a nanny, you're still thinking, what did they feed him? What time did they eat? Of course. Uh, which park did you take him to? Where'd you park? Okay, d- did you pick him up in the parking lot? Did you carry him or did you let him walk on his feet? Like, you see, like, I have this constant anxiety when I'm working. I'm thinking about my kid. Well, you just want him taken care of. Right. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. anybody who puts you on blast for like, yeah. 
being concerned for your own child yeah. is the weirdest human but being you know ever, what, by thank the way. You. But you know that <laughs> feeling where they're like, why are you so crazy? Like, it's like, I don't know. Because he's the most precious thing that's ever existed in the world. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maddie, do you want to have kids after this? I do, yeah. You would be like the greatest what dad. Saying? What? You'd be the greatest dad. Oh, Second thank greatest, you. of course. Second greatest. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, besides that. Anth- no, dad. Anthony is the, the best dad. Yeah, baby I can thing. see that. It's, yeah. it's really incredible. We have good I'll times. Uh, you, I think that you uh, would be a great dad, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. You man. just have to laugh. Like, it's just one of those things where if you can get to the place where nothing's personal and you, you can view your child objectively, right? Like, yes, I do. Not as punishing you because it's your own dna so you instantly want to react like in that way that you do to yourself so it's like if you're naturally mean to yourself you're gonna na- your natural instinct is want to get a- be mean to your kid right like, i can't imagine doing that well yeah. no i understand what you're saying but, but in my head right I'm like, why are you why you have are to you, check it god like what come on like let's go hurry up like right right because that's how i treat myself Right. Like, come on, Noreen, get it going. Step up. Like, do it, do it, do it. Right? Like, that's my inner monologue. I'm always like, you can do this, girl. You got it, girl. Come on. (laughs) Right. And then it's like, I find myself doing that to my kids. So it's like, I have to really separate. He's not an extension of myself. Right. He's his own entity. And the more I can, like, really, really, really sit with that and meditate on that, it's like, I can enjoy his insults. I can enjoy his laughter. and And I can also give him the strength to be sad and unhappy without, you know, over... Being codependent, right? Like yeah. I don't. I want him to be a strong man, you know, and that makes me. It's cry important, just thinking about it, yeah, but I, yeah. That's, I want that for him so bad, you know. Right. Like, I want him to have a good life, you know. It's important, and it's also important to kind of let them be them too. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I've I've had that battle a little bit too, where I'm like, all right, he's four, I could pick him up, put him in the tub, and he's gonna be in the tub. I mean, there. I mean, I, I'm bigger than this kid, right. but I'm kind of just like, all right. If you don't want to get in the bath, then there, you know, like you could either watch the or play with this toy after the bath, or you don't play with the toy at all. So I'm giving him his decisions and trying to give him like the option of, you know, like making a decision rather than being like, I'm gonna just throw you in this bath because I'm a I, I'm an ogre who could throw you in right. a bath. So I think it is nice to give them decisions and choices. Yeah. It's uh, hard because you have a dual role. It's right. Like a disciplinarian and the strength it's that tough. children really need. They do need they it. They need that strength and that boundary. And then on the other hand, they need a buddy. Right. So it's like, who am I right now? Am I the buddy or am I the guy who just knows that in 20 minutes he's going to have a meltdown and I'm definitely not going to be able to get him in the back? Well, then, we also have to you know. teach them, like, like you were saying, like when they say, I want you to go to, back to heaven <laughs> – you don't want them to say that to another kid at preschool right. or whatever. Go so back you, to God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go back to God. Then, then there's <laughs> some, some kind of write-up and you got to have a conf, conference or something. You know, <laughs> you know. so you're just – we have to teach them to not say, I don't like you to other kids because we have to teach them love and respect for others too. So it's it's a not an easy task. No. Because we're right in the middle. We want to be their friend and laugh about it, but we're also like – you don't want to say that because yeah. it hurts other children's feelings. Okay. It's, yeah. it's really interesting. How many times interesting. a day I tell Bodhi so many times, I'm like, Bodhi, you hurt my feelings when you said that. And he's like, so? Right. Yeah, they don't <laughs> oh care. Literally. No, they, they don't understand. Oh, like, right, right. like, you can sit there and explain away things. And that's what one of the parenting things that I think I finally grasped onto is they don't get it. No. They don't get it. And yeah. you can ex- don't don't bother wasting your breath. I'm like cuz I'm like this food costs money. I went to Whole Foods yesterday and got you this salmon. If you don't eat the salmon buddy and then I hear myself and I'm like 
he doesn't give a shit. No, Sam, like, yeah. And, I, and then I just go like this. Do you want to watch a show? And he goes, yeah. Turn on the show, and then I shovel it in his mouth. It's like, That's I just, the way to do it's it. It's like I just have to find these ways. Like, like, this is like the worst parenting podcast. Um, but like, yeah, yeah. Like, this, was, this is what it could be called. Bad parents. Bad, bad yeah. parents. Yeah. But like, bad parents, happy kids. Because it's like, we're doing all these things, but we, I feel like we're so... Right now in this conversation, we're so like conscious of what we're doing and why. And I think that's good parenting, right? right? Like it's not it's not subconscious. We're just treating them any which way. Like we're, we're thinking so, about it. We're at thinking least. about them so much. Reading books and websites, whatever you can. I mean, I was on the couch reading that one, two, three book the other day, and I was like, I would really want to be watching Real Housewives right now, but. I watch that too. I feel like uh, you ever see that show movie, Mister Mom. I feel like I've got a Mr. Mom. <laughs> are you yeah. are? I love which all of them. I watch them all. Okay, what's your favorite? Uh, my favorite is uh, New York, but I liked Beverly Hills, but they kind of have all been kind of evil lately. Who do you like? We on met New York? them. Oh, what? You you yeah. like it? Shut up. No, no. we met them. Yeah, which we ones? met them at the Netflix party. Which ones did we meet? We met the Beverly, some of the Beverly Hills. So we met. Yeah. Uh, Anthony was really nervous. I was nervous was to like, meet him. What? I was not. I could, there was like. Which one? Lisa Vanderpump? No, Vanderpump wasn't there, but I do like the Vanderpump I rule like her people. Too. I, I like the show. I always hear sax. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Neiman's. She's big in Neiman's. Maybe I'll start stalking out there. No, I <laughs> Wait, could just go to who, Pump. Uh, yeah. Who was there? It was. Uh, Kyle? Yes. Uh-huh. She's the, she has her TV show. I don't know if it's out yet or not, but Kyle. Oh, yeah, it just got canceled. Oh, okay. So Kyle was probably but, there just Yeah, to, I could care less. I was and I had never seen the show yeah, and like, I was who like, are these people? And like and I said, they're housewives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said I'm a huge fan of your show. Uh, and my friend Anthony here is also, and Anthony just kind of were they dying because like you shaking. guys look, do not look like fans of their show. Yeah, I think they, they were, were laughing. They right? talked to us. They yeah. they were into. They did like, talk to us for a minute. Yeah, and I met Kyle's husband, which was pretty interesting. What's his name? Uh, I can't think of. His oh name. yeah, Mauricio. I met Mar- Mauricio. The oh whole my thing. God, you know who lives right by me um, down in Corona Del Mar, where we rent during the hockey season, is um, Kelly. Dowd? Yeah. Oh, not you mean yeah, Kel? Uh, yeah. She's bad Dude, news Dude, the bears. other day she was wearing, um, oh. this is so bad. I feel like TMZ right now. Um, I know, I know. The other, But I feel like I can do it because it's a reality show. How terrible and judgy am I? Um, no, it's great. That's why we can watch it and relax. Right? You know? It's <laughs> like you're literally like, I'm like entering Judge City Party one. And Kelly, <laughs> let's be honest. If we're going to talk about Real Housewives, Kelly could be one of the, the ones we could judge. Right? She has had some real issues in her day. I'm like super into her as a cast member. Yeah, she causes a lot of yes. controversy. Yeah, I run into her all really? the time. Oh. Welcome, I, Maddie. Yeah, <laughs> Maddie. Matt, we've just Maddie's like Parenthood now, Real Housewives. Yeah, Where yeah. are they going to go yeah, next? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm loving this. I'm just seeing uh, sitting back watching you guys. This talk might about not parenting. be a side that many people love know it. about me uh, I either. Like it's amazing. I have I love this it. housewife side that I've I watch them all. I also watch Ninety well, also Day Fiance. Really good dad. Oh my god! What about the lady from Georgia who has the young um, black dude from Africa? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, is that the, yes? Yeah, the uh, blonde lady. And she keeps saying his name over and over. What's his name? Oh, I can't She's remember. Like, well, I think they're done now. But oh, really? Well, she, Michael, yeah. Michael. I, That's yeah. what she says. She Maddie, was, watch this show Maddie, right. just for these two. Fiance, I'll watch it. Everyone's got a visa pending. Just for these two. It's nuts. She's probably. <laughs> 50 plus. You guys are looking at me like you cured uh, a disease. <laughs> no, but you should you should realize she's a woman from Georgia, 50 plus, meets this attractive 
I'd say twenty-six-year-old that lives. No, in no, I will not join your cult. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what you're looking. That's yeah, how you're yeah. looking. Oh, you're right. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, we do have kind of crazy eyes right now because <laughs> yeah. the excitement yeah. of being able to, to to relate to someone on this level. Yes. But then watch the same <laughs> junk shit shows. You're just like, wow, we have a lot. In common. I watch those shows. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, but you were getting into Kelly, and then after I want to yeah. know what you saw Kelly doing. Oh, walking her dogs, and also I saw her at the Quiet Women twice. Oh my God! Yeah, well, I went there, and she was there with her friends. She looks really good in person. She does. Super pretty. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Like everybody looks better off camera. Vicky, you ever see Vicky? Up I've close? never seen Vicky. I love Vicky. Oh no, she's rude too. I I could I have. I feel a like we're pu- getting off. Track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love these shows. So yeah. Well, um, what? Uh, what? Uh, what? Um, Who's uh? What advice would you give to actors just starting out? Yeah, what that, advice. Would oh, you okay. Give to actors? Um, I would say that authenticity over uh, character acting. I yeah, think, I think that's very important. That is good. I love that. I think like you get hired for yourself no matter how much you want to tell yourself you're stretching it's not theater you know like you can't play a 60 year old when you're 30 on TV mm-hmm. you know because like you can't um, hi guys who are those guys I don't know a couple of guys hey guys <laughs> <laughs> there's two guys who just walked by and they gave us the middle finger it was really weird no, I'm just kidding they didn't do like, it um, yeah, so I, I don't know, like, because it's like, it's it's not, the, like, you know, in theater, it's like you see the people wear the wigs, and we're, as an audience, we're all like, oh, that's okay, it's Broadway, you know, they're going to pretend yeah. they're old. Sure. Um, but, like, in film and TV, it feels like, it feels like you, no matter what the character you're playing, you're just playing yourself, is, is that, saying those lines, and I don't think it makes you, like, a one-trick pony, I think it makes you, like, so, um, so much of a tool, like, you're a tool, like, mm-hmm. you're an instrument. And I like instrument better than inst- calling yourself a tool. <laughs> I'm not a tool. <laughs> You're such a tool. I'm not a tool. I'm an instrument. Um, and then you like you know turn up and down different parts of yourself to fit to certain things. Like Mandy, the character that I just played in the movie with you, is like yeah. not. She's smart, but not as smart. You know what I mean? And she's sweet, but not maybe not as sweet. You know? Like, right, right. So it's like there. I'm still Noreen, you know, because it's film and TV, but. There's no, you can't lie. Right. Right? Like, you can't lie. When you right. start to see somebody lying, that's when you're like, why is that person like a bad actor? Why is that, why don't I get that performance? And I think it's because, per, actually, most actors on TV and film, I feel like they're really good. Because, like, you have to beat out so many people to get any opportunity. Right, right, right. But when right. people are, like, sitting next to me, and they're like, that's not a good performance. I'm like, listen to me. This is a good performance, okay? This is just not a well-written role, maybe, for them. But Yeah, yeah, I say the same thing. But yeah. it's a good performance. Like, most time I'm not criticizing actors, but I'm just saying the few times that you see holes in performances, it's like, I think it's like people are really stretching, like trying so hard to be not themselves. Hmm. And it's right, harder right. to get work. But yeah. then when you get the work, you're hitting it out of the park. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm, if I'm playing... The roles that are right for me, they may not come but three times a year, but then when I'm playing them, everybody knows. Like, everybody knows that it was good. Like, I know it's good. They know it's good. Like, I'm happy. Right, right, You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So that's, and you, that and you get that from your, within. Within. Like, yeah, There's, you get like, that yeah, from you. Maybe others would think something else, but I'm. But for me, I'm feeling satisfied when I'm playing myself all the time. <laughs> no, that's, right. I mean, that. That makes sense. I, I don't mean, know. Do you agree, Maddie? I do agree. I, I, What's your advice for starting out actors? Um, 
my advice. Oh, oh my I God. I he always asked ask this. this. This is great. I have great. not been asked this. Um, my advice would be, uh, most importantly, I would say to never give up and just at the end of the day, it's it's just kind of a numbers game. Like once do you, you really think that what really? I do, I really do think that once you just keep doing what you're doing and learn, uh, a, a big part of it is learning as you go and failing. You know, I, I'm talking about like auditions. If you don't book something, you, you learn from it or you, you build a new fan or you just keep moving forward. And then eventually you get so good that, you don't even think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You just, you bring your best foot forward in the audition or any job you do. And you'll just, you'll just start booking. And also, you know, you got to really be kind to everyone. I think that's really important. Um, yeah. And, uh, what do you mean be kind. Like you're just saying like to all the people in our, to other actors, yeah, to other actors, just be yeah, kind in the business. To work with their friends. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. Don't be a crazy person and be like yeah. a big rude person. Like that's what I can't get about some of the actors. I'm like, but everybody wants to work with people they like. Why do you act like this? Like, yeah, it's, you know, it's weird sometimes when you hear that it's so devastating too. Everyone's like yelling at right. people and, and also don't let people discourage you. I think that's a really big part of it because you can have even people in your life, you know, friends, wives, girlfriends, you know, they could, I don't think they mean to be. I just think they don't get it. Like you know they're saying, mean? go get another job kind of thing. That kind of thing. Or just like they might say something about a role or, you know, they might make a comment that upsets you or, or stuff like that, you know, or and they don't they're not part of the, the they process. don't know the journey that right. you're going on and they don't understand how important it is. It's like really important to me to make people laugh mm-hmm. like that are struggling with depression or anxiety or like I, I just think that's so important and especially today because it's kind of insane. The you world know? is so stressful. The world is nuts. So I think people uh you know, you know, uh, massively have to relax. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, I think I was trying to make a point there. Oh, uh, yeah. I, don't, don't take your point was don't take discouragement. Yeah. Don't be, don't discouraged, be discouraged at all. Yeah. You just have to keep moving forward. Cause I think being an artist, there's a lot of loneliness to it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Like there's a lot of like no isolation, one, uh, isolation. Yeah. And I think that's just part of the art. That's the job we chose. So mm-hmm. might as well keep doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's almost like know. sometimes you feel even more isolated when a lot of people, they talk to you about things you've done and they talk to you about your roles or even if it's like awesome fans and stuff. There is a, a tiny sense of that separation of like, it's just hard. It's like because that job's over or you remember what you did, you, what you felt like when you were doing it. You know, there's all those things that do create constant separation. Right. Like, between feeling that joy and I don't know how to explain it, but you guys know. What no, that mean. makes. Yeah, I, I see what you're it, saying. It's always isolating, whatever level it is, like whether you're at home learning your lines or whether you're actually doing it and you're walking away after they say it's break for lunch. There's that always that feeling of like. I'm alone now. I'm alone now, right? I guess everything is like that in life, you know? It can be, but it probably you're in your head a little more probably when you're practicing lines or sitting in a trailer for eight mm-hmm. hours, you know? Right, right. 
if you yeah. work an assembly line, there's like a million people with you. Maddie yeah. and I sat in our hotel rooms a lot this last movie. Yeah, we did. Because we had like so many hours on, like it would be on. Like we'd be in every scene, improving every single line, and we'd just be like, are you What did out? you do with your time? Just relax, watch TV? Chilled out. Yeah, you have to after that. Mm-hmm. We'd know. just go to bed. Like, <laughs> yeah, go to yeah. sleep. We just never slept. We'd just go sleep. And there were people that were that would go out and party, and I'm like, guys, I need to sleep. I know they're like, why aren't you coming? I'm like, because like even the director. I was like, wait, you're the director. Why are you telling me to go out and party? I feel That's like hilarious. He, our director is like so special, though. Like his energy level. Oh yeah, yeah, his yeah. His energy level he's, was unlike any. Yeah, um, Sean Piccinino. When I heard yeah, about Sean's him, he sounded best. like a really fun guy. He's yeah. Dope. He's he dope. does it all. He's like a stuntman, actor, director. Stuntman. Yeah, he does everything. Like, He's the bravest, incredible. That's the amazing. Nicest, the nicest, yeah. the father, like all good He's things. He's a good guy. Maddie, uh, have you ever heard uh, of a clown's prayer? Have you ever heard of that? Yes, uh, Chris Farley would carry this around in yeah, his yeah, wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Well, I just, when he was saying that, uh, you know, Chris Farley used to carry it wherever he would go, but... Uh, it kind of reminded me what Maddie was saying a little bit. And it says, as I stumble through this life, help me to create more laughter than tears, dispense more happiness than gloom, spread more cheer than despair. Never let me become so blazed that I fail to see the wonder in the eyes of a child or the twinkle in the eyes of the aged. Never let me forget my work is to cheer people, make them happy, make them laugh, make them forget, at least for a moment, the unpleasantness in their lives. Never let me acquire success to the point that I discontinue calling on my creator in the hour of need, acknowledging and thanking him in the hour of plenty. And in my final moment, may I hear you whisper, when you made my people smile, you made me smile. Which is really, I think, sweet. That was beautiful. Oh my God. You gave me goosebumps. Isn't that so sweet? I think it it really sums up a lot of those. uh, And I'm not too I would have cried through that whole thing if I I read that. I'm like tearing up right now. Yeah. It's sweet. And it really shows, it tells you why you do this is to not, is is to create happiness amongst people. And you guys both do that. So, yeah. Uh, well, you do too. Well, I don't because I'm very mean. So you're, no, I'm cl- you're saying that we're clowns and you're Yeah, yeah, a couple of clowns. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to talk clowns. about these idiot clowns, why the cool kids can make fun of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so well, where can people find you on the on the, the, the interweb? Well, guys, um, I'm on Instagram. I'm, I mean, I'm on Twitter too, but I feel like my Twitter presence is just kind of just hither tither. Um, I feel not- like a lot of people are kind of, over Twitter a I little just bit. Don't yeah. Know what to, every time I get on Twitter, I cry. It's just too much, like too much bombardment of sad, yeah. sad things, you know? Sure. Right. And same with Instagram, too, but it's just not the news. It's just like bombardment of like makeup tutorials. Like, if you <laughs> <laughs> like my popular page, you know, the page uh, where they populate all the stuff. It's like, yeah. it's literally girls miming makeup. They're like, mm hmm. Oh, mm, that's mm, hilarious. It's crazy. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, that's, that's a profession now, so that's cool. Um, yeah. I am on Instagram at Noreen, which is really cool. Just one name, N-O-U-R-E-N. Hard to get, I bet. I don't know. I, it, I was at Noreen DeWolf forever, and then I, I emailed, and I, I was like, can I just change this to at Noreen? And they were like, yes. And three days later, they just changed my name, so it was cool. Very nice. Like you emailed Instagram? Well, I had my agent do it. Oh, oh, yeah. that's nice. I, I, I said, hey, is there any way you could change my handle? Um, Why did you want to make it? Uh, shorter like I don't 
know. I just thought it, all of a sudden I was like, oh my god, nope. I'm like a, I'm like the only Noreen. That, like, <laughs> are you gonna be like share now or? I feel like I'm share. <laughs> be share. I'm, I'm share. I'm the next share. Um, no, I don't know. I just I don't know, you guys. I just was like in a random mood, and I was like. This is cool because I'm the only Noreen. Maybe I should just be Noreen. Yes, now I love I'm that. Like, why am I not Noreen DeWolf? That was so insane. But then I'm like, whatever. I'm Noreen. Do You're it, Noreen. I'm I love Noreen. it. No one. Who Lene did Noreen? that. What we oh, yeah. We interviewed a, a, a lovely friend now, actor, uh, musician, uh, Lene. But she can't get Lene. So you are very lucky. She's tried. Yeah. She's tried. Yeah, so there's probably more famous Lene's. That's what I'm saying. Like Noreen like, got it. I was good. I was like, what if somebody else just takes at Noreen? And then I'm going to be sad. Because yes. I was the first at Noreen. So yeah. I'm going to be at Noreen. You got to be it. <laughs> and you are. So we can find That's you. Awesome. And this is, if you if people can't tell that we find her at Noreen, then they're insane right now. Because we have talked about it. We've she is at Noreen. We've repeated it several times. Yes, we are going to... F- yeah. They will find you. Oh my God, I can't wait for them to find me. Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> sounded creepy almost, you know. Thank you for uh, Thanks, giving Maddie. your time to uh, get to know you a little more. You guys, this was so fun. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. The best. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Here we go. And ladies and gentlemen, it's that... Wait, let me start over. Um, all right, people of Earth. It's that time of the show where we hear a little bit of news from Greg Buckman. Here he is in the flesh. Greg Buckman. Wow, I'm Greg Buckman. Wow. And I'm here with the news. Wow. I love you both. I do. I do. I do. And this is not right. I love you both. Wow. Anyway, a realistic Christmas decorations fooled passerby who tries to save a dummy hanging from a roof. Wow, what a dummy. While Austin, Texas and Austin families bid to win their neighborhood Christmas decorations contest fooled a passerby who rushed to save the life of a dummy. Wow, that was all part of the family's elaborate holiday decorations. Well, the Harleen's family Christmas decorations took a page from the movie of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Wow, in which one character, Clark Griswold, clings to the gutter of the second story of his home after slipping on the roof while putting up the lights. Wow, the dummy dressed in an outfit similar to the character from the movie, hanging from their roof, shocked a passerby so much that he tried to flag people down to help, called 911 and rushed the house to help the dummy. Wow, hey dummy, are you okay? Wow, later the family was able to find the passerby and gave him a gift card for his troubles. Wow, since the incident, the family has added a sign to their decorations, which alerts people to the fact that the dummy is part of the Christmas decorations. Wow. That's insane, Greg. Uh, What do you think of that? Wow. No one called for Clark Griswold, 911. Austin must be a nice place. Wow. News, news, news. News news with Greg. Greg. News, news, news. News with Greg. Greg. Wow. Police searching for someone who quite literally is stealing Christmas. Can you believe that? He's stealing Christmas. Wow. Wow, in Daria, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Daria, Pennsylvania. Wow. Wow. Police in Daria are looking for someone who is stealing Christmas decorations. Officers said a Christmas tree decorations and a tree stand have all been swiped from different businesses on Main Street ahead of the community's Christmas stroll this weekend. Wow, downtown Daria was a glow with the holiday spirit, but with less than 22 days until Christmas, the tree outside of Vinny's Auto Sales was stolen. Wow, the owner of Vinny's Auto Sales didn't want to give his name, but said he was disheartened to find his tree missing on Friday. Wow, police said decorations from the tree at the Unimart 
just down the street were also swiped. The tree base and sandbags were taken from the Polish Falcon, too. Well, I dated a Polish girl one time. Wow. Did you well, call her Falcon? <laughs> wow. No, I. Wow. Actually, I didn't, but I should have. Wow. I love Falcons, though. Wow. Anyway. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are in last place, by the way. Wow. Kamensky's Market also had a holiday display outside. Employees were outraged about the nearby thefts. Wow. Who would do something like that? They're like Grinches. Why ruin Christmas for children? Chelsea Zongjilla from Kamensky's Market said. Wow. The Christmas Stroll Committee donates these trees to businesses along Main Street in Doria. People said... It's sad someone would try to take away some of that holiday cheer. Wow. If you need some help, there's people out there who can get a UA tree. It's not really in the spirit of Christmas. Chris Hample of Family Prescription Center said, Wow, businesses in downtown Darius spent several days decorating. Well, now some are taking displays indoors at night. Well, I have two little ones, and I would hate for somebody to ruin their Christmas like that, Zongjilla said. Wow, now this is an important message. Wow, officers said that they don't have surveillance video on the thieves. If you have any information, you asked are asked to call the Daria police. Wow, wow. what do you think of that, Greg? Ah, wow. You know, I, I just think it's just like the Grinch. But the town kept its spirit and sang songs, and the Grinch gave everything back. So I think everyone should sing Christmas songs. Please. Wow, we wish you a merry well. We wish wish you a merry well. We wish you a merry well and a happy new year. Wow. Wow. Thanks, Thank Greg. you that so much, beautiful. Greg. Oh, wait. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy Hanukkah. Will you close us out with singing another Christmas song? Um, Baby, it's cold out. Wow, it's cold out. Wow, baby, it's cold out. Wow. Maybe not that song, because that song's under a lot of uh, stress right now. They, a lot of radio stations have been banning it because it's uh, an offensive song to uh, women. That is true. A Cleveland radio station has banned it, so maybe don't do Baby, It's Cold Outside. Do something else. Wow, well, I'm sorry, me That's too. True. Oh wow, God. me too. I'm very, very sorry. I did not know that one. Um, let's see. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We Oh, wait, that's the one we were singing, wasn't it? Yeah, Giant yeah. Jingle Bells. Oh. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Rocking around the Jingle Bell Clock. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. Wow, wow, wow. How does the song go? It must be Santa. It must be Santa. It must be Santa. Remember that one? Santa's on the roof. Oh, wait. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, reindeer, had a very Folks, shiny thank you so much. nose. We wow. love you so much. And if we ever have a really it, great holiday it season. Wow, wow, wow. And this has been another episode of the Maddie and Anthony podcast.